tagline says, they can't all die first. Today I'm talking about The Blackening. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about The Blackening, which is the recent horror comedy, which I loved. One of my favorite movies from last year. Finally doing my full review of it. And I do want to say before I go into the review that some of the stuff I'm talking about is based on only my information. So if I'm making sweeping generalizations about, you know, uh, black culture or things like that that don't sound accurate or anything like that I fully admit that that is a limitation of my own so this is my read on the movie if there's anything you think I missed please let me know the precarity of black characters in horror movies is one of moviedom's longest running and most depressing jokes so much so that even a random-ass X-Files parody called Evolution in the early 2000s sold itself in the trailers with Orlando Jones uttering the line I've seen this movie the black dude dies first which is why the marketing for this all-black cast slasher send up going with the tagline we can't all die first was not only hilarious but also a great sign of things to come. And thankfully the movie itself pays off on its promise and premise. The film centers around a group of college friends reuniting for a weekend to catch up and celebrate Juneteenth. But things take a terrible turn when the group are trapped and threatened by masked figures who want them to test their blackness, with failure being a death sentence. So, The Blackening is one of my favorite movie viewing experiences from this past year. The film is funny, insightful, and features a collection of excellent performances from every actor. A best case scenario for this kind of movie. So here's what stands out. First, what does it mean to be black? A lot of the racial commentary about being black in America is how non-black society treats black people, and understandably so. Systemic racism is alive and well, and it takes an incredible level of denial and ignorance to pretend like it isn't. What a lot of folks may not know or understand is how being black can feel like a series of shared experiences and knowledge you have to have to feel included by your black peers. So if you have a white parent marry a white person or don't have any knowledge about popular black culture, you might get jabs, both sincere and joking at the same time, from people in your life about how black you really are. One of the blackening's cleverest moves is to make this, the con make this conflict core to the movie. The game that has the group trapped in this cramped basement is a flurry of trivia that black people should know about, whether it's Nas lyrics, the additional verses to or Amazing Grace. This goes double when the game runner starts telling people to target the blackest member of the, their group, and everyone pulls out the cards that they have been played against them their entire lives, see being a gay man or biracial. All of which is delivered with just the right amount of comedic delivery to make a point, but keep the audience laughing. It's also a slasher send-up. Another reason this movie works so well is because of how much fun it's having with the slasher genre's tropes. Some of it is cultural commentary, for instance, this group understandably does not trust anyone with a badge to be on their side, and oftentimes it's hilarious revelations like, wait, this slasher villain can't fight? And that's before this self-aware group starts suggesting things that they know everyone will hate, like splitting up to increase their survival chances, turning to someone they think has a gun to solve the problem, and beyond. It requires a lot of love and affection for the genre to send it up so well. And finally, we have character arcs. On their face, slasher movies are mostly meant to provide thrills. They're about vibes and tension and the bloody payoff to that tension. As good as Halloween is, it's not a deep dive into any of the characters. 
Which is what makes the blackening extra satisfying, because not only is it hilarious, but it also establishes and pays off a number of character conflicts throughout the film, ranging from disagreements between friends, people attempting to turn over new leaves, and even the central villain has a dead-on motivation that loops into the movie's themes. In short, this movie is so much fun, you might not notice how well-crafted it is. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.